From the red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and the hair don'ts, this is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host, ladies and gentlemen, Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen, and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. Today, I have a really fun packed studio. We've got Beth Shapori. Hi, guys. And newcomer to the podcast, Roxanne Adamiat, who is our beauty and style editor. Hi. And Roxanne is with us today because we are going to be talking about the most exciting red carpet press tour that has been happening for Mamma Mia. You guys psyched about Mamma Mia? Oh. I could not be more excited. I think Rox is more excited than I am. I'm going to be honest. Although I'm, I do love Meryl Streep. So anything, anything Meryl Streep's involved in, I'm in. But Meryl Streep isn't in this one. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Oh, she is. Yes. yes. Oh, I thought that she wasn't. You oh no, they flash back. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, I thought that the Cher character sort of replaced the Meryl Streep no, character. No, no, no. So there's flashback. Yeah, Cher plays her mother. No way. Yes. Oh my gosh, I need to get my Mamma Mia on, clearly. Yeah. yeah. But I've just been loving the looks on the red carpet. Absolutely. Especially Lily James, who is like a bona fide girl crush of Roxanne's. I am a Lily James stan. Just let me set the record straight right now. I am obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with her hair. I'm obsessed with her style. I want to be Lily James, so... Well, we're going to do a deep dive into this, and we're going to call Lily's hairstylist on the press tour. I'm so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, Lily's hairstylist for the press tour is somebody who is near and dear to our hearts. He has done um, some incredible appearances. No, what do we call it on our podcast? He's been our guest. He has been our special guest, Mr. Adir Abergel. He is so much fun, and we're going to get him on the phone right now. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Okay, great. Ladies. <laughs> Adir, is that you? Hey, who else would say that to you guys like that? <laughs> that is so true. Well, thank you so much for coming who back else on. Who like that? Huh? I need to know. I need to know. No one. Only you, Adir. Really? Really? Nobody okay, else. Good. Nobody else would. Nobody okay, else would. Okay, good. How are, are you, you guys? We're great. We're great. Are you doing a happy dance because you're so happy to be back on the podcast? I am so so happy to be back on the podcast <laughs> and to talk to you ladies and to be back home. Oh, uh, yes. I took a flight out yesterday and got in at like 1 a.m., so I'm finally home. So that's what makes me really, really happy. How many cities have you guys been on for the tour? We're calling about Lily James's hair because we're obsessed with her. But first, tell us about yeah, a deer. And how many cities were you guys in? How many days in each? Was it the travel crazy? What is it like to do a tour like that? So, you know, I didn't do the entire full tour with her. Um, it was kind of split up between a couple of us. Okay. So then Skirvin did more of like the European part. I did more of like the U.S. part. And doing a huge tour in general is kind of exhausting, because yeah. the call times are at around, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. You wake up. You're doing, like, the good morning day show by, like, 6 a.m. It's live. You don't have, like, a lot of time to do it. Everyone's exhausted. But what I have to say about this specific tour that was so incredible is everyone is so ready for a beautiful and happy 
gorgeous story. Yep. And she's so amazing. She has this incredible infectious um, personality that you just immediately want to be around. And so no matter if it's four o'clock in the morning or like eight o'clock at night, she's so easy to be around. And, you know, doing these tours is a lot because you're talking all day long. You're giving so much of yourself to so many people. You know, as a hairdresser, you don't have a lot of time. You maybe have like an hour, an hour and a half to get them ready and get, you know, the clothes on and the makeup done and the hair done and, you know, the moving around and we're ordering breakfasts and, you know, we don't have assistance or anything. We're doing all of this, like, all ourselves. So it's like, there's just a lot to get done in that hour and a half. And, um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, but it's exciting. And I have to say, people are freaking out for this movie. I I've know. never seen, honestly, all of these interviewers, like, so in love with the movie and so in love with her character that it was just kind of like celebratory all around. That is so much fun. Well, I've got to let you know that we have a full packed studio today. Beth is with us. You know Beth super well. We all had so much fun together. But we also Yay! have... <laughs> Hi, Beth. Hi. We also have our beauty and style editor, Roxanne, who is like... Hi, Roxanne. Hi. I didn't know this about Roxanne. She's a Lily James super fan. She has noticed... Oh, well, she's been obsessed. You should be, by the way. I am, too. <laughs> I am, too. Um, she's one of these people that, honestly, it's exactly what you see. She's just cool and smart and easy and English. And so she has amazing style. And she's just so, so, so talented. And... Yeah, just a great girl all around, really. Honestly, I, 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 I say that wholeheartedly. I remember when she was in Cinderella, and so I just like always think of her as, as a modern princess. Yeah, and also, I mean, were you a fan immediately from Cinderella? I was, but Rox, tell us, when did your fangirldom <sighs> start? Yes. <laughs> um, I loved her in Cinderella. I can't remember. I saw her in The Darkest Hour in the fall, Mm. and she's just really good and and sweet and lovely in that. But I think that I've just always been obsessed with her kind of social media persona. She's just bubbly and fun, and she she doesn't take anything too seriously, even with her her looks. And I think that that's why I always look to her as a reference for my own style, because it's just you want to be her. Yeah, absolutely. There's something incredibly effortless about the way that she wears clothes. They never really wear her. And I think that that is something that is really wonderful when you get to know who you are as a person and the way that you can kind of just wear your clothes and be comfortable with your hair being a little bit more effortless and having it this kind of like beautiful broken down textures, even if you're wearing it back. Everything kind of feels very easy in that way. I remember, um, you know, kind of like when Sienna Miller came on the scene and I was doing her hair at that point as well and creating that, like, deconstructed look. It was like, you know, women can really relate to that. And there's something incredibly, like, bohemian about her as well that I think is really wonderful. And so I can see why women really fall in love with her very easily. And men, obviously. So tell us about some of the hair looks that you did on the tour. Which was your favorite, Adir? Um, so, you know, for me, it was really about, first of all, I have to say, she has incredible, incredible, incredible hair. 
beautiful she texture. She has like this beautiful, yeah, she has this beautiful thick hair that, you know, has a natural wave to it. And obviously, you know, I am a huge fan of Virtue Labs mm-hmm. and I am the creative director for this. So I gave her the shampoo and conditioner to use and I'm not kidding you. She's so obsessed with it. It's like insane because it just gave me like an easy way to see her natural texture even mm-hmm. come out more. Mm-hmm. And so my favorite looks with her were really kind of, and you can go on my Instagram at Hair by a Deer to kind of see some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really the ones that felt really effortless and undone that had just almost like a natural wave or texture to it. I would say those were the ones that I loved. And then we also did this really cool kind of updo on her that felt like it was like a low chignon. It had a little bit of height around like the front of her face, but it kind of like was all swept back and just felt really undone. Things that women at home can really recreate themselves in a very simple way by putting deconstructed waves in their hair and then breaking down the texture a little bit. Um, so I would say like, those were kind of like my favorite looks. And then I loved what also, um, Ben, um, Skirvin, a good friend of mine, who's an amazing hairdresser as well, did, um, with her, um, when they did the premiere, I think the premiere was somewhere in England and she was wearing that beautiful, big kind of like princessy dress. And he put that great little accessory in her hair and kind of like folded back into a, very simple kind of like half updo and you know half updos are not always easy because they can look a little bit too sweet yeah but it really worked and this looked really beautifully well we loved that look when she was wearing what we called the hot pink power suit that two piece number so it was just like sexy waves like how do you get those kinds of like they're almost like bedhead waves but they had more polish to them yeah, exactly. So, you know, so back in the day, all of us used to use a lot of like salt water or right. we used to use a lot of like beach sprays that really mattified the hair too much. Yes, it gave it that almost like beachy look, but it really made it super matte feeling and a little bit too like out of like the ocean look. And now the way that I'm creating these looks are very different. So I ended up like making her use like the recovery shampoo and conditioner by virtue. Mm -hmm. So it kind of had like all of that great hydration. Right. And then believe it or not, I diffused her hair. So I didn't like blow dry it with like a round brush to get all of the like smoothness out of it. I kind of just diffused it. So your natural texture was in there at first. And then I took... Wait, what diffuser? One. What diffuser do you use? Do you use um, the Dyson? I use I use I use the diffuser from um, the Dyson. Okay, it's like my favorite because the attachment is so easy. Cool, and it almost like kind of diffuses it in the right, perfect kind of way without making your hair frizzy. Right. So a lot of diffusers have too much air that comes through them. And when you have all of that air coming through, it creates too much frizz in the hair. Right. And so that's something that you should really look at when you're using a diffuser. Make sure that the holes in the diffuser are not too big so they don't create too much motion in your hair in in a way that 
it just creates too much frizz. Got it. So I diffused it completely, yep. and then I used a combination of two different irons. I used a one-inch iron and a one-and-one-fourth-inch iron. Interesting. And I just randomly kind of curled the pieces and brought out, like, the natural texture. And then I used a, uh, a product from Virtue called the Unfrizz Cream, mm -hmm. which is just, like, a really beautiful, lightweight cream. So, you know, you can use that. You can use... Um, It's just like a wonderful lightweight kind of cream if you don't have the six in one or like the unfrisk cream for virtue. And I use it from mid shift to uh, from mid from mid shaft to the end. Okay. And I just give it a little bit of that brokenness and a little bit of that deconstruction without losing all of the shine and all of that great texture that I just created in the hair. Such a good tip. Well, we also loved that look when she was wearing that little floral. The Hellessy. Amazing. Oh, so good. That Hellessy top. Or was it a dress, Rox? It was um, oh, a top, the floral top oh, with yeah. the pink yeah, pants, that... the deconstructed top with the pants. It was so, so good. So that's like that chignon yeah, that, that you were talking about. But it has so much height near the crown, like near the front. How do you do that? Yeah, so I'm going to give you a great, awesome tip. Ooh. Everyone at home, we listen love, to this, okay? We love great, awesome tips. So, You want to use a really pliable, amazing mousse. Again, oh, I know I keep selling you guys on Virtue, but we have this uh, moisture-defining whip that is super, super, super pliable, and it really just puts in hydration. So if you're going to use a mousse, don't use a mousse that has a lot of hold in it, but that really has a lot of moisture. So I put that all over the hair while the hair was kind of like still a little bit wet. And then I take some little hair clips and I clip the hair all over to give it that kind of height. So let's say I'm lifting the hair and giving it that lift around the front. I take little clips and I put the clips up. So the end of the clip is facing the scalp. Okay. And then the top of it is facing like all the way to, you know, the sky or to the top of your room. Yep. Okay. And I kind of put them everywhere, and then I diffuse the hair into that shape. Ooh, so, it's, so it's your setting it. All of yeah. that high, but it breaks it up, and I diffuse it into place. Oh, wow. And it gives me the height. Wow. It breaks up the updo, so it doesn't look like almost like a back-combed, right. you know, like one kind of like dimension updo. It really breaks up the look that way. And then very loosely, I just pulled it back into a low chignon and used a few hairpins. That yeah. was it. So that's how you're creating the shape of the chignon is just with pins. So that keeps that whole exactly. like soft kind of languid, summery, sexy feel. So cool. Exactly. And just breaks up the hair a little bit rather than making it feel too helmety. Right. which a lot of updos can end up looking like. Totally. Especially if, like, you're getting up at 4 a.m. and you need it to last for many hours. <laughs> we'll go back, we'll yes, go back exactly. to, obviously, I'm, I'm traumatized by the thought that you have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. We get up, I know, it looks really glamorous when we're finally out and on camera. Right. But the truth is the process of getting up, like, getting it together, putting on the clothes, you know, still like being in a good mood once you're there. It's like, there's so much to the process. And so I understand what it feels like for everyday women who are busy, That's who right. are mothers, 
who, you know, need to get to work. You don't have a lot of time to do your hair. You need easy tips. And that's why you guys are so amazing on this podcast. Thank you. Um, Being able to give women really quick, easy tips. And the easiest tip that I can give women is start with beautiful products that give your hair a beautiful foundation by making your hair have the most hydration in it. Because when you have that great foundation, then if you don't have time to necessarily style it, at least you get the shine. At least you get the beautiful texture out of your hair. And then you can kind of go in and do it in, in the quickest way that you can with a little bit of a curling iron or a flat iron or even just throwing it back very simply. Totally. We talk about this all the time on the podcast. Healthy hair is beautiful hair. Yes. Plain and simple. So where can our yes, listeners exactly. where can our listeners get virtue products? Um, they can go to www.virtuelabs.com. Um, and they can definitely get it there. And, you know, it's an incredible product that I put a lot of love as well into um, a lot of the formulations. And I have to say, this is so incredibly different than anything else on the marketplace because there's technology behind it. And so many brands now just put the same ingredients in their products with not a lot of innovation and technology. And so, This is something incredibly different because it has a human protein that really goes in and repairs the hair like a GPS system and gives it back its full, full, full capability of having the best texture that you can have in your hair. All right. Before we let you go, we've got to ask, at any time during this press tour, did you cross paths with Cher? No, I didn't. <laughs> you know that that, so that that was my that was my dream <laughs> is to just meet her. I've never met her in my entire career. I've never met her in my entire career, and I really it's on my bucket list for me to work with her. I just worked with Faye Dunaway, and that was on my bucket list, and it was. Such an incredible, incredible, incredible experience. And Cher is on that bucket list. Oh, man. I want to do every single one of them. I want to just hang out with her. <laughs> and um, I just want to, yeah, I just want to pick her brain about yes. everything. 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 Yes. I Have know. you ever met her? I've never met her in person. Me I would, either. I would be in awe. I, I think I'd be speechless. And that would really be something. Yeah. That would really. Well, I hope that you're not. I hope that would be that would be something. If if anybody knows you, they know that that would be something. Um, but I would hope that you're not because um, you're such a great interviewer that I would hope that you would get some information that you can share back with me and make sure that you are not mute. I, I, I do not need you mute when I, you meet Cher. All right, I'll try my hardest. Thank you, dear, dear. Thank you so much for coming back on and guys. And I love you guys so much. You. Thank you for including me. Oh, we love me. you. And, um, and yeah, and I'm sure Lily James loves you guys too, even though she hasn't met you guys yet. Yeah, I'm sure she loves Roxanne. I can tell. <laughs> She's your fan. I can tell you she's your fan because I'm your fan. So she's your fan. Perfect. Aw, thanks, babe. Have a great day. We love you. I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys. So let's just go back into share. I hear 
that Cher is a blonde in this film. She is indeed. She wears a blonde wig. Wow. Yeah. She's such an iconic brunette. I can't even imagine what she looks like with blonde hair. Well, she looks like... I mean, she doesn't look like a normal human. She's Cher. Well, that's true. You know, so she's she's always going to look fabulous, you know. And she has this kind of voluminous wig on, and it's it's definitely a it's definitely a different look. It's like a a moment. It's I think. like a power matriarch moment. Like, yeah. You know, she's the the lady of the family. And you yeah. Don't, you don't push it with her. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think anyone would push it with Cher in real life anyway. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> so you're going to go see this film, Rox, yeah? Oh, I have my tickets booked for tonight at 8.30. Oh. It's my Friday night plan. <laughs> I am going to sing in the aisles. That is, like, I have never been so excited for a movie. Oh, I'm just that's so great. I'm so, so ready for it. So I will report back on the Cher hair. Oh, oh. And the, uh, I can't wait. Yeah. And what about Amanda Seyfried? Like, her hair really sort of brought it to you. On this press tour, she has such gorgeous thick hair. Yeah, well, I think she's. I'm. I'm not sure, but she. She might still be breastfeeding. I'm not sure. Oh, she might I, be. I, I don't know. Yeah I, think, yeah, I think she might still be. Her baby's still pretty, pretty young. Right. So she might. I mean, you know, getting all that great post baby glow. That's true. On. I mean, yeah. she's always had really, really nice hair, though. Oh, like the waves! Like, They're like the waves of life. Long. Yeah. Lush, shiny. Yeah. Although she had a, an eye infection oh, at one right. point in this process, and was very, um, you know, stealthily. It was very stealthily hidden with some makeup. Yeah. She was, she was super chill about it. Her makeup artist Mary Greenwell kind of just worked with the eye infection, which. If you're going to do that at home, wash your brushes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wash your brushes or maybe even chuck them. Definitely yes. chuck your mascara. Um, but she, I mean, most people would probably be like, I'm not going and doing this red carpet. But she just went out with red puffy yeah. eyes. And she seems she like a down it. girl. She, she seems cool. a down-to-earth moment. I yeah. think that that's why this press tour is working so much she's a, She's a true pro. But tell me, what were the shades that Mary Greenwell used? Because that's she a great tip. She used a tip. lot of very, very cool uh, tones. She used the Fenty Beauty Moroccan Spice palette, and oh, she that used like spice. the it's kind of like the slate grays, and it just really toned down the eye without covering up anything. It was just her lower lids were really gotcha, um, gotcha, red and a little bit swollen. But she didn't really she didn't use a lot of pinks in the makeup. Interesting. She just kept the rest of the face super natural. She only used gloss on the lips. And she kind of just looked normal. Like it would. Do, if I had looked at that picture, I wouldn't have thought. Well, that's so cool. There's an infection here. Yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> if you've got conjunctivitis, you probably shouldn't go out. But many of us, me and Rox included, have had terrible allergies this summer. That's true. So a lot of us are struggling with like red and puffy eyes. And this is a great tip that we could use in real life. Yeah, yeah. keep keep the tones cool, and you'll be good to go. Awesome. Well, I learned so much, you guys. Yeah. I hope that you all found this episode of Get Trust With Us super informative and fun because we talked about Cher. How could it not be super fun? So thanks for listening. Please go to usmagazine.com all week long for celebrity beauty tips and tricks. Come back next week and listen to Get Trust With Us with us. And until then, stay gorgeous. Stay gorgeous.